The following is a hoop ball presentation. Hello and welcome to the Hoop Ball NBA DFS Today podcast. Today is Monday, February 3rd, and I am Joe Sarvati, affectionately known as Coach. And I am excited today to be going over a phenomenal 10-game slate. Uh, And I am going to try to buzz through this and get this posted so you guys have all afternoon and gals have all afternoon uh, to listen to the pod. Um, again, as you know, when, when I do the solo pods, which I have today's and tomorrow's, uh, I like to do them when I have all the lines and some of the player news. So as opposed to the other uh, fellas that do it in the evening, so it's up in the morning, I try to do mine by lunch uh, so you still have all afternoon. I just think it carries a lot of mo- a lot more teeth with all the proper information and for those that like to listen in in uh the morning i apologize for that but uh, i guess on the days uh when i've got it uh if maybe you can squeeze it in at your lunch hour or on the on the drive home from work but uh uh, hopefully everybody enjoyed the super bowl yesterday i i'm not a Big football guy, but uh, I enjoyed watching that. The uh, halftime show, wow, is all I can say. Uh, W-O-W with an exclamation point. Those gals can move, and I was impressed. Um, but the game itself was was uh, exciting. It was a good game. All right, the, the game that matters, the NBA, the game with the best athletes in the world, uh, the game that's going to take over the planet the National Basketball Association. Uh, I am going to start this 10-gamer. I did read an incredible stat yesterday. Actually, my son read it, and he shared it with me. Uh, Right now, 22% of the NBA players on their rosters are out injured. So that is sort of staggering. No wonder, you know, we've been scrambling, trying to figure out, you know, usage and minutes and, you know, how much impact the backup players are going to have. Man, it has made it a very interesting year, Uh, you know, and it's very surprising that even prior to the All-Star break, we have almost a quarter of the the league out injured. So it is a tough game on the ankles and knees and everything else, uh, that's for sure. People don't realize in basketball, uh, you know, we don't have pads. We're not staying on the ground. Everything is a jump, pivot. Uh, lift. It is uh, not a game for wimpy folks by any stretch. Um, All right. I would love to open by stating that uh, we are sponsored by MyBookie. I'm sure yesterday they had a ludicrously busy day, but uh, still, you know, now is the best time to get there, man. They still have their offer going. Go to MyBookie.ag, put in the promo code today, T-O-D-A-Y, and they will uh, match half of your first deposit. So you put in 500, for example, you get 250 free bucks. So get on there and and get playing uh, some great NBA stuff for sure at my bookie. Uh, Also, Hawaiian Isles Kona Coffee Company, 
Uh, they are definitely the coffee of our DFS pros here. Uh, jump on Amazon, a couple clicks, Hawaiian Isles Kona Coffee, and you will find it at your doorstep the next day. So you can't beat it. All right, first game. Uh, well, before we get into the first game, this new trend. See, I'm beginning a lot of Twitter feedback that people like it. So I am going to do the uh, player news, uh, body parts, uh, injury report, whatever you want to call it. Uh, I'm going to do a read through on that. And then as we go through the games, that will give us a little help uh, in making sure that uh, that we've got everything covered for you and that we it gives us a good feel for uh what's going on so and that that is key because uh you know we we know that uh i'm sorry i just uh, i froze for a second here because i lost my screen i thought i lost my uh record my recording so we are good i am still alive here it wasn't a uh stop on the earth but anyway that the report really seems to Everybody seems to love it, so we are going to keep doing it. All right, Ty Jerome for Phoenix. He's out. Tyler Johnson out. Dario Saric out. And Ricky Rubio probable. So the Suns are in a world of hurt depth-wise, that's for sure. Um, Ennis Canner is back for Boston tonight. So I would assume he'll be splitting time with Daniel Tice. Marcus Smart is out again. Um, so he's been uh, hurt multiple times this year. That hurts them. Uh, Davis Bertans, the shooting sharpshooter from Washington, is questionable, as is P.J. Washington for Charlotte. Frank Nilakina is probable, as is Julius Randle for the Knicks. However, Marcus Morris is now questionable. So uh, definitely something to keep an eye on there because Morris does scoop quite a bit of uh, usage uh, for the Knicks. Uh, Dwayne Dedman is back for Sacramento, so that helps that inside rotation there. He was playing some really good minutes before he went down. Uh, Brandon Clark is back uh, for the Memphis Grizzlies. Alan Crabb, uh, Micah Patria's favorite player in the league. He is doubtful for Minnesota. Brandon Knight, doubtful for Cleveland. Uh, Mo Wagner is back for Washington. So that puts a monkey wrench into uh, that whole rotation of, of uh, Bryant and sort of everything they're doing with their bigs. I guess that completely eliminates Mahinmi. Uh, and then to double down on the Washington uh, you know, confusion here is uh, Roy Hashimura is back. So we've got a whole different rotation coming tonight for uh, the Wizards, which has been a, a team we've played a lot and a lot against because their games are generally the highest scoring games on the slate. So we're going to have to do some digging on the, uh, that game for sure. And it's against the Warriors. So we're talking, you know, that could be 148 to 147 uh, with the way those two teams play. So figuring out the edge in that game might be the key to the slate. All right, Rashawn Holmes is, is getting closer to coming back, but he's doubtful against the T-Wolves. 
Jordan McRae uh, remains out for the Wizards. D'Angelo Russell, questionable for the Warriors. So that puts a another monkey wrench into that game, determining, uh, you know, if he plays or not makes all the difference in the world to who you roster on the Golden State side. Um, DeAndre Bembry remains doubtful uh, against Boston. Bruno Fernando is now questionable, as is Trey Hunter. I'm sorry, DeAndre Hunter and Trey Young. Uh, so I combined all three of those guys and Cam Reddish is out. So talking about that 22% of the league is injured. Uh, that's about 22% of, or more of Atlanta right there with those four guys. So again, uh, Fernando Hunter and young are 50, 50 questionable and Reddish is out. So a game that we've got to watch closer on this news. T.J. Warren is out for Indiana. Uh, Mitch Robb is probable for the Knicks. Uh, Seth Curry is out for the Mavericks, not what they needed with uh, with Luka being out still. Uh, Kyrie Irving, as we know, is out. He destroyed my lineup uh, this weekend when he got hurt. Uh, Evan Fournier is back into the questionable mode. So, good Lord, we've got a, a lot of tough uh, calls here that are going to completely affect the slate. So, you know, <clears throat> I know I say it every show, but I'm going to say it now early on because it's so key. You know, listening to this show, getting our arms around all this, building that skeleton lineup is, is an, an important piece. Uh, but the second piece ends up being the most important, which is following the news all afternoon uh, from hoop-ball.com. Uh, when you click on uh, forms and then DFS thread, Andy Gallagher will keep updating everything there. I'll be putting info as well as the other pros. Follow that news constantly all day. Also, also follow us on Twitter. I'm at Joe Sarvati, J-O-E-S-A-R-V-A-D-I. Uh, Mike is at Mike Apotri, M-I-K-E-A-P-O-T-R-I-A. Uh, Andrew is at Language Olympic, L-A-N-G-U-A-G-E-O-L-Y-M-P-I-C. And Miles is at M-Y-L-E-S-6565. So spelled them all out today. You can also just go uh, right to at Hoopball Fantasy. Um, that's where our Hoopball guys are uh, pushing everything forward into that feed online where you'll see a lot of that news as well. But news is going to be everything today. And then the third step in that process is whether it's from your office or if you pull off uh, on the to, on, in a convenience store on the on the way home to to watch the the uh, waiver wire and news and player injury report and all that stuff uh, when you're making your lineup or if you get home in time to click it on watch that last 30 minutes prior to lock because that is going to be so massive tonight uh, with all of this news. The lock is 7 Eastern, so that 6.30 to 7 slot Eastern uh, is going to be key. So I wanted to emphasize that because I'm going to go through these games, uh, go through them, give a little feel for them, but, you know, all of this player news is going to massively impact it. You know, and any one of probably out of that huge list that I read there was at least 10 or 11 of them that'll shift the slate depending on whether uh, they play. That being guys like Trey Young, D'Angelo Russell, Marcus Morris, Evan Fournier, etc. So 
All right, I got that out of the way. We got everything going. Uh, no stopping us here. We got the New York Knicks at the Cleveland Cavs. Cavs are minus one and a half, so they're a favorite at home. Second day, game in a row, they've been favored, so go figure. Uh, the over-unders, 215, 108.5 implied for Cleveland, 107 for the Knicks. Again, you know, Cleveland's guards uh, do not defend. Uh, and I always like to jump on guards from the other team. However, you know, this is going to be a little bit tougher figuring out what to do here because, you know, they had uh, Peyton and Nidalekina out this weekend. So we need to follow the news of those two and Dennis Smith and then Kadeem Allen split the game at points. So we don't really know how that's going to go. Reggie Bullock played some two. But they certainly their backcourt is, is somewhat in shambles and rotation. So uh, it's a bummer for me because that's usually a lock and load uh, of at least one, if not both guards from the team playing against uh, the Cavs. But it doesn't look like I'm going to have that luxury today. Um, other than that, certainly Kevin Love remains in play every day. They're still showcasing him and he can get it done. So you got to give him a look. From the Knicks side, if Morris plays, uh, it, you know, it's uh, it's a little bit tougher call. But if he doesn't, Julius Randle makes my lineup because uh, Morris and Randle have been the two guys on the team that have the highest usage consistently now. Uh, they both go after the ball like a, you know, junkyard dog. And with one of them out, uh, I always have been playing the other one and it hasn't uh, really gone wrong for me yet so Julius Randle will be one of my pillars if Marcus Morris is out everybody else on a 10 game slate in that game just is not strong enough of a play uh, for me second seven o'clock game Golden State Warriors at the Washington Wizards Wizards are a massive five and a half point favorite absolutely the first time they've been that high of a favorite this year I guarantee it Uh, over under 236 big number Biggest number on the board. Uh, I thought it might even be like 240. So I may have to dial up our buddies at mybookie.ag and get a little over bet on that game. I think that game is going to score out of this world. Wizards are the highest implied total on the board at 121 and Golden State at 115.5. Again, I think you need to do a little bit of mini stack here, even though it's a 10-game slate. Bradley Beal for sure has to be in play. Um, you know, we have to see the rest of that news before we can determine who else. I would not play uh, the, the guys just coming back from injury, <clears throat> excuse me, in Mo or um, also in, in Hashimura. So uh, Beal and possibly uh, somebody else from them, but we have to look that over. Based on news, Golden State side, same thing. You know, if D'Angelo plays and doesn't have a minutes restriction, you plug him in. If not, you know, there are some really good options for Golden State. Alec Burks has been a great play every time uh, is, uh, I'm sorry, uh, D'Angelo has sat. Uh, so he's in play. Robinson has been getting consistent minutes. Um, we're seeing Damian Lee at a, a still fair price. Uh, that's doing well. And Draymond, we know, had a psycho game of, I don't know what he had, 17 assists or some insanity. 
but he put up a 50 burger this weekend. Certainly don't expect that back, and we got to check each site to see how it affected his pricing. But he was uh, dirt cheap this weekend, something to keep an eye on. Okay, game three. It is the Dallas Mavericks at the Indiana Pacers. Pacers by five and a half, um, which I don't think is enough. There's another mybookie.ag bet. I think you take the Pacers minus the points. Pacers are coming off a dud game where they played horrible. I'm sure they'll bounce back. Mavs are still without Luka, and now they're out without Seth Curry, who's already been ruled out. Uh, we'll get Porzingis back today, but, you know, he did go nuts. Don't go crazy because he had, you know, huge fantasy game against Houston. Houston played uh, a mighty midget squad. They had nobody over 6'6 on the floor for the majority of the game with either uh, House or Tucker playing center. So when I say, you know, KP was, was seven, eight inches taller uh, than most people on the floor, it, it literally was. So uh, I would, you know, it's not going to be the same scenario facing a Turner and a Sabonis uh, and Goga off the bench and all their bigs that they play consistently. So uh, real worried about the Mavericks tonight. I think uh, Jalen Brunson will get the majority of the minutes at point like he did in the last game. He should have the game before. But I'll tell you, man, thank God it's an early game because Carlisle, as much as I love him, and he won his 500th game as a Maverick, which not too many coaches win 500 with one franchise. But that dude, he and Pop, I'm telling you, you just don't know. Like, you know, he threw that lineup in there on Saturday where he started uh, J.J. Barea, who hadn't played in eight games, and Ryan Brokoff started. So, I, dude, I have no I, – I don't even know what to guess on that one, but – uh, you know, that was odd. And then this last game on Sunday, Brunson played great, started like he should have and did did terrific. Uh, and Beret didn't see the floor. So, you know, I would say Brunson's an automatic play. <clears throat> I got to take a swig of Hawaiian Isles Kona coffee here. Excuse me. I would say Brunson's a perfect play. However, if uh, we see a starting lineup with J.J. Beret in it, and they're going to split minutes, then, you know, that would shelve that, that idea. Uh, he de- de- uh, mostly does not come out with that information ahead of time. So you got to watch to when they release those uh, lineups 30 minutes prior, which uh, luckily they're on the East Coast in Indiana, so we'll get that news. So another reason to watch the news up till uh, the end. Uh, I love Sabonis tonight. I think he's a pillar at the Mavs. Even though they have Willie Cauley-Stein now in the rotation, and that does help uh, them protect the the paint and the rim, uh, I just think Sabonis is on a roll. He's going to come out really fired up. Um, I'm steering away from the other guys, though. I I think they're still trying to figure out usage and rotation with how it's going to work now that Oladipo's back, but has definitely taken the sting out of uh, Brogdon's efficiency and usage as well as Warren's um, and it's just sort of got that whole uh, backcourt rotation uh, messed up so I'm going to steer clear of that for right now uh, and just look at uh, Sabonis uh, inside Um, I'm not sure if I uh, the line 
I may have switched here. I'm uh, no, it's five and a half and over under 213. Uh, Implied total 109.5, Pacers 104, Dallas. All right, the last uh, early game in seven, Orlando-Charlotte. Uh, Orlando is a four-and-a-half point favorite. Uh, the 202 and a half. Uh, you didn't hear that incorrectly. I believe that's the lowest total of the year. 202 and a half. 103.5 implied total for Orlando. And would you believe if I told you I, Charlotte is 99? I mean, how often have we seen a sub-100 total for a team this year? Uh, maybe a couple at most. So obviously not a DFS-friendly game. Uh, with uh, you know Orlando's playing lockdown D on everybody. Uh, Charlotte, you know, there are games where the matchup is good. And Devontae Graham and Terry Rozier are playable. I'm not going to target them against Orlando. Uh, and and I think, you know, we're starting to see a little inconsistency from those guys as well. Uh, their big man rotation has been shifting around. Uh, Hernan Gomez is getting minutes now. Um, and, uh, you know, Zeller's had some good games. But, again, against that Orlando defense, not comfortable there. Um, you know, I guess Vich would probably be the only guy from this entire game for me that was in play. Um, I think that, you know, on a given night, he can really tear it up. And Charlotte is not great stopping centers. Uh, they they improved a little bit when they were playing Bismack Biombo a decent amount of minutes because he's a true rim protector. But now that he seems to be shuffled out of the rotation for the most part, uh, and maybe they'll dial him up a little bit in this game because of Vuk. But, uh, you know, I, I really wouldn't trust uh, Zeller and Hernan Gomez to defend him. So Vuk's in play. It is a, a, you know, you hate to dial up anybody really in this low of a total. But, you know, he certainly could put up a 50-burger even in a game like this uh, against a poor defensive uh, front line for your Charlotte Hornets. All right, 7.30 game, Phoenix Suns at Brooklyn Nets. Nets minus 2.5, 223.5 total. Nice, uh, decent total. Uh, implied for Brooklyn, 113, and for Phoenix, 110.5. Uh, you know, interesting game. Uh, we know Kyrie's out, so, you know, Dinwiddie all of a sudden becomes uh, super popular again, and well-deservedly so. He's... He's really awesome and gets it done. So I think uh, you got to consider him. Uh, you know, the rest of the guys are a little bit more hit and miss on the Nets. Um, not really high on uh, Allen or, you know, it's just the inconsistency with Prince. And I'm down on Levert. He does not seem to be stepping his game up like I thought he would be. Um, so, you know, to me, it's a Dinwiddie play there and you can feel pretty comfortable with that from the Phoenix side. Certainly, you know, I think Booker remains in play. I think Aiton is a terrific play. Uh, we always, uh, tend to target centers against Brooklyn and, and that usually, uh, goes pretty well for us. But, uh, you know, I would say the main two dudes there are, are definitely, Playable in Aiton and Booker. And uh, Ubre Jr. Uh, for me is also in play. Um, 
you know, Ricky Rubio, I think he's been, you know, he's been dinged and missed. Uh, I, they started a Kobo in the last game. So I uh, don't know if he's 100%, but follow the news there. Uh, you know, the Phoenix Suns uh, could be a pretty solid play tonight. And if you can find somebody to go with Dinwiddie, uh, you know, with that high total and a solid uh, implied for Brooklyn, uh, that is not a bad game to target uh, for a couple of people for sure. Uh, and that leads us to a game that I'm not going to target. Uh, the other, uh, There's another second 7.30 game. Sixers at Heat. Heat by 2.5. Uh, only a 2.12 total. 107.5 for Heat. 105 for the Sixers. Um, you know, you got two scrappy defensive teams. Uh, Philadelphia is playing like dog poop for the most part i i don't know what's going on there i have said though from the beginning and believe me i i back coaches generally because i'm i'm a coach you know and i've been a coach my my whole life of some one way or another and i usually back them and give them the benefit of the doubt but i'll tell you man brett brown is a lousy coach i'm sorry i gotta call it like i've seen it i know i've mentioned it a little bit on here before but I just don't like the job he does. I know the players like him, but I think he's an awful X and O's guy, and he doesn't adjust well. And the Sixers, with that real expensive lineup, even though they've had injuries, I get it. Uh, you know, they're just not winning. And uh, you know, they're only a two and a half point dog to the Heat, which is a little surprising to me. Uh, but you know, Embiid is capable at any time. But he and Adebayo going against each other. Uh, I am not going to target either one of them. I respect both of their defenses and uh, am not going to mess around uh, with, with those big guys at all. Um, you know, following me, you got to follow some of that injury news, though, because, you know, there are guys that are in play here. Certainly Jimmy Butler, whenever he goes against Philly, you know, there's that narrative of him wanting to stick it to Philly. So he's always in play. And since Josh Richardson's been out, which he is again for Philly, it definitely hurts the backcourt defense uh, for them. So Butler's in play, in my opinion. And depending on some of the news, uh, you know, I'm not going to play Simmons uh, because of the Butler D. But, you know, I can see uh, the possibility of, of going to a Tobias Harris uh, I think he has a chance for a good game here. And other than Jimmy Butler, depending if anybody sits, you've got those options of going with a Goran Dragic or Tyler Hero based on, you know, when we see who's going to get all of those minutes. But a uh, fun game to watch because I think these two game teams are good teams, playoff teams, but not a super D, uh, DFS uh, target by any stretch. Uh, all right, the last 7.30 game is the Boston Celtics at the Atlanta Hawks. Boston is a seven-point road favorite, uh, 2.23 total, implied 115.5 Boston, 108.5 Atlanta. And uh, very interesting game here. Um, you know, there's a lot of Boston guys you can target and probably should because Atlanta doesn't defend. But we have to see the news of if all those guys, specifically Trey, or if they're going to be out, yeah, this game could just very quickly blow out uh, on the Boston side. And, you know, we don't know 
with the Boston, you know, with Boston as well for sure, who's uh, in and out. So, you know, the the regular targets here, if you know, if depending on who plays, you know, Tatum, Jalen Brown, Kemba if he plays, uh, we know Smart's out, so that gets him even a little extra run back there at times. Um, you know, those those three guys for sure in play, and, and Gordon Hayward as well. So you have four guys. I wouldn't mess with the Canner being back with the Canner Tice thing, but uh, I think you got to take a hard look at all four of those uh, Celtics. On the Hawks side, um, you know, whether Trey plays or not, I'm not going to play him, uh, not against Boston. But if he sits, you know, somebody has got to pick up some of the scoring for Atlanta. So it does, even though it's a terrible matchup against Boston, you know, you have to at least consider a Herder or a Collins. Um, I think they both have a chance to make a lineup uh, depending on who sits for Atlanta. So, you know, without question, a stackable game. Uh, it is um, the highest total, uh, second highest total on the board. I'm sorry, the Golden State Wizards are tops, but second highest total on the board. So you got to keep a close eye on it. News has everything to do with it. But, you know, for a, a site like FanDuel where you have nine guys, between the Golden State, Washington, and Boston, Atlanta game, you know, I, I would have like six out of your nine guys possibly coming from those two games and feel pretty good about it because uh, the way things align today, it just seems like even though it's a 10-game slate, those two could be the key games. And not just because they're the two highest totals, but because of the scenario uh, involved with who's sitting and who's not. So, Again, all news related. I know I sound like a broken record, but it's true. I mean, you know, one one or two guys that are in or out that have been listed um, are definitely something that we need to follow because it will dictate. All right. Uh, real quickly, wanted to mention you can listen to us seven days a week. We're the best NBA DFS uh, strategy session uh, content. You name it out there in the industry that's above the pay in front of the paywall. And we're very proud that we're able to bring that to you every day. You can listen to our podcast just by searching NBA uh, DFS today or just DFS today. Uh, and you'll find us on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, Podbean, iHeart, Spotify, YouTube, everywhere podcasts can be found. Uh, you know, all we ask is you take that 15 to 30 seconds. Please rate, review, subscribe, click the alarm notification to let you know when we're uh, our pod posts, and then hit those five stars, uh, likes, thumbs up. If you have a second to put a, a, even a three, four word positive review in there, all of that is really, really helpful to our sponsors and as we grow uh, the show. So please tune in there. Uh, again, follow our, our uh, DFS Pro team. I've mentioned the, the uh, Twitter handles already. Uh, you want to definitely dive on there and follow our news all the way up until lock. Okay, let's hit these uh, three later games. Uh, actually, one uh, isn't really later game. It's 8 o'clock, and the other two are the late-night sweat games. But... The 8 o'clock games, Detroit Pistons, Memphis Grizzlies. Memphis, a big, fat 10-point favorite against the Pistons. The Pistons are definitely 
On a free fall, I expect them to make some trades and unload some guys, including Drummond. That's my opinion anyway. This is this week is the final uh, trade deadline week. I think you'll see uh, a good, strong handful of moves, and I think the Pistons are definitely looking to reboot. They do have a couple of uh, good young players in Seku uh, Dumbuyu and a few of the other players. So, uh, you know, I can see that that's the issue there, probably why there's a double-digit uh, spread, just because Detroit's playing so poorly, and Memphis has turned it up a couple notches. But uh, the total in that game is 224. Big fat 117 for Memphis, Memphis and a 107 for Detroit. So certainly have to consider some Grizz guys. Jaw's been playing terrific. Uh, Joe Val is enough to drive you to drink. I mean, he has great games. He has bad games. I'm not going with Joe Val. I'm definitely not going Drummond either. He has been very inconsistent. Uh, and I say that I didn't play him Sunday. He put up a 20-20, but still doesn't look like himself. Uh, I, I think that the trade news, uh, and again, he's somewhat of a, a little bit of a fragile character when it comes to mentality of how he's playing so i just don't trust that play um you know with reggie jackson back that sort of has taken the whole reggie uh you know uh derrick rose thing a little bit quirky they're both doing well but you know i'm not sure which one to recommend because on a given night uh either guy uh, can do well and that usually spells pass for me because I don't really want to flip a coin when I have two guys, uh, you know, that I think are going to split some minutes. Um, and other than that, you know, on the Detroit side, I just, it's very volatile. I'm not going there. On the Grizz slide, uh, Clark's back. So, you know, he'll get some minutes that, you know, that cuts usually into Joe Val and Triple J. Uh, those guys are all playable though. Um, I also think that, in the backcourt with uh, with Jaw, I think Dylan Brooks has proven that he can put up uh, pretty consistent fantasy numbers, and he's a terrific defender. So he'll get you some of those stocks on top of uh, scoring the ball and doing some other things. So not my favorite game for the total that it has, but I think a couple of strategic Memphis pieces may really help you take some stuff down. All right. Two late night sweat games. Minnesota Timberwolves at the Sacramento Kings. It's a 10 o'clock game. Close game, according to Vegas. One and a half favorite for the Kings. Nice, healthy 226 and a half over under. And it is 114 and a half uh, implied for Sacramento. 112 and a half for Minnesota. Another great game to target. Uh, no question about it. Maybe. You know, the third best game, in my opinion, on the board uh, to look at some, you know, strong pieces here. Certainly you have a cat in play. Wiggins is in play. Uh, I wouldn't be afraid to to dial up either one of those guys. Um, On the Sacramento side, De'Aaron Fox has been on on a super roll. Uh, I think he is extremely playable. Um, You know, you could look at the Buddy Heald thing. He has had some monster games in there mixed in with some inconsistent games, but with the pace and uh, of this game, these two teams, uh, you know, Sacramento doesn't play super fast, but they're getting faster now that Fox is back. 
T-Wolves do play fast. So, you know, that definitely puts a Fox, a Heald, and then, you know, if, if you can figure out some of the inside play, uh, you know, with the different guys coming back from from injury and that rotation inside, which is very difficult to predict, but certainly something worth looking at. I probably won't go there uh, on the bigs, but with Deadman back and such, it just uh, shuffles things around a little bit. But certainly a game not to ignore, and I think a game that you have to uh, consider. All right, let's wrap it up. Game 10. Uh, I am going, uh, speaking of pace, what a pace-up game for me today. I'm playing a top 10 NBA pace for the DFS show today. Not messing around, going after it. 10.35 starts a half an hour later than anything else. So if you want to have a guy or two from here, don't let it influence you just because it's the late game. I always preach that story just because you want to sweat out a game doesn't mean that you have to play it if you want to watch it or sweat it out. If you love a guy here and it fits, play him. If he doesn't, don't force it. Don't let something silly like that uh, cause you to not have a takedown. All right, Clippers, nine-point favorite over the Spurs, 228.5 total. 119 for the Clippers, 110 for the Spurs. Uh, You know, obviously, is it Kawhi? Is it Paul George? Uh, Is it both? Is it neither? Do you go to an ancillary piece like Pat Bev? Or do you go to the two stalwarts off the bench, Lou Williams, Montrez Harrell? I think all of those guys are in play against a Spurs team that has proven they're not a good defensive team. Uh, They've been consistently uh, poor all year. So, you know, you got to look at your build. You got to look at the salaries. I think all of those guys have the potential to go off here. Uh, And then, you know, maybe you want to uh, look at the Spurs guys here to to get a little correlation play. Certainly DeMar DeRozan has been playing terrific ball. I think you got to at least look at him. Um, Other than that, though, I'll tell you, I just, it's hard to target players when they have to face uh, and again, I say it all the time, three guys that I think are first team all NBA defenders, and that's Pat Bev, uh, Kawhi, and Paul, uh, Paul George, that being Paul George. So, I, I mean, it's hard to target guys against them, but I can't tell you this. The Clippers have given up uh, a lot more points than people thought, especially to bigs. So, you know, if you're on, if you have the courage or if he wants to be your secret squirrel, because it would qualify for a hashtag big nuts, uh, Pirtle has had a few good games in a row, and that seems to be the weak spot to attack the Clippers. I'm not going to go there, but it certainly makes sense. Um, LaMarcus also is, is a possibility there. You know, you know, he may draw uh, a tough defender, but. Something worth considering anyway. So, But I, I think I'm going to lean more on the Clipper side of the ball and try to finalize uh, my roster with, with a, a guy or two that I think fits that build. And, you know, who knows? May, you know, there's no Luka tonight. Uh, there's no Harden. There's no Westbrook. There's no LeBron. And there's no AD. So that does, if you have the stones and you want to, you know, if you have the opportunity 
opportunity to roster George and Kawhi. This is probably the night to do it. Uh, George was on a minutes restriction uh, up this last game up to, I believe, 25 minutes, but I believe he played closer to 30. So uh, I, I would assume most of that will be lifted. But, you know, then you've got the wild card. Does this game blow out? Then you're really crushed. So it may be too much to go with both. But uh, like I say, with all those other big names out, at least it gives you the opportunity if you really want to roll the dice. So a lot of different ways this slate can go today. Um, this is probably the most, uh, you know, difficult for me earlier in the day with all the injury news in these particular matchups to say, Pillar, 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 pillar. I really don't have that many pillars. Uh, not yet, anyway. I, I think pillars will open up as the day goes on. Uh, so tweet at me, at J-O-E-S-A-R-V-A-D-I. I'll be happy. You know, just DM me if you have questions. I'll be happy to answer those. But as all this news rolls out, um, you know, we'll start building it uh, even more and more. But uh, for now, I think, you know, we take a, a few key guys, uh, start building around them, and uh, a lot of it's going to be, you know, fading some of the guys that are going to be high-owned uh, that I don't believe are going to make value, which will be a big bonus today. Um, and so, you know, it's it, this could be one of those nights where, uh, you know, I, I smell a, a major takedown here because... You know, there's a lot of the industry that just likes to lean on all those big dogs that I mentioned and then fill in with some value and they think they're geniuses. Well, yeah, that's a way to do it, stars and scrubs. But, you know, you got to be a little more savvy today. I think it's a good mid-level build. Um, I think you can find a lot of great plays without having to dumpster dive. Like, you know, I fell for it and did the dumpster dive this weekend with Dennis Smith because he was supposedly quote unquote. And I just did the air quotes in the air. The only uh, healthy point guard on the Knicks. And that poor guy stinks, man. I'm telling you, he is. I feel so bad for him because when he came to Dallas, he looked like a star, you know, slam dunk contest athletic. He is out there playing with like, 2% of the conference he used to play with. I watched most of that Knicks game. He didn't want the ball, didn't want to take any shots, was very tentative, uh, didn't even handle the ball that much. Just, I'm telling you, I will not play Dennis Smith Jr. the rest of the year. You know, with the game that I played him, uh, both Peyton uh, and Nilakina were out. Uh, so I thought, it. you know, I know he has talent. So I figured he'd show some of that. But he was so bad that Kadeem Allen ended up splitting the game with him and finishing the game at point because he just outplayed him. So anyway, poor Dennis Smith Jr. It is what it is. But uh, I say that to say, you know, this you're not going to have to go deep down dumpster because I don't think you have to go stars and scrubs whatsoever. I think this is a perfect game to find those you know, 6,700, 7,300 guys and build a stout lineup uh, without having to pray somebody reaches 20 DFS points for you to, to not crush your squad. So, all right, that's it. I crushed it pretty fast today. Love the card. I love when it's double digits. You know, as soon as you click to 
uh, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14 games, 15 games. I don't don't think there's a 15-game slate. I know there's three 14-game slates during the year, but those are my favorite because you have to use your noodle a little bit. You've got to strategize. And I, and those of us that follow this 24-7 for a living, uh, this is our, these are the days I think we can prosper the most. And especially when we have a lot of the big dogs out today, um, this is going to be fun. So, again, I preach watch the news this afternoon all the way up until lock. Let's build some winning lineups. There's a lot of price differentiation between the sites. Uh, I've never seen such a disparity in pricing between DraftKings and FanDuel. So follow that closely. I mean, you, when we're talking, you can get 1000 14 even $1,600 value from one to the other on some of these key players. So, all right, that is it for my uh, three other DFS pros, Mr. Micah Patria, Mr. Miles Hartley, and Mr. Andrew Handsome Hansen. I am Coach. We will look to catch you again tomorrow when we crush it in NBA DFS. This has been a Hoop Bowl presentation.